who has written some amazing things, and he's done actually a, a terrific uh, presentation at our last Red Pill Expo on what CBDCs and the Cashless Society are all about. And uh, Kent is going to be on talking about that today. We've got a lot to cover because we see what's going on with the banks. Uh, now some of the woke banks are starting to collapse. Uh, we're seeing a lot of strange things happening. The stock market is like a yo-yo. Uh, has been really for the last uh, two and a half months. It's just been like a yo-yo. It's uh, up three, four hundred, five hundred points one day, down five hundred points the next day. I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, it's it's like being on a a really nasty carnival ride, and uh, frankly, I want off. So, uh, with that said, Kent, welcome to the program. Hey, Dan, nice to see you, buddy. How you doing? Well, good. Nice to see you as well. Uh, we had a, a a great discussion yesterday about this. Uh, you got my my uh, little newsletter, and uh, you know we're going to be talking about virtual money and uh, the fact that uh, yeah, hey, buddy, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, Red Pill University. Anyway, we're going to be talking about what's going on with the economy and, and uh, the uh, planned rollout of the Federal Reserve CBDC uh, this summer. And, you know, the talk that, well, in fact, uh, it's already been announced last November uh, that this uh, whole move towards digital currency is in the works. It's being planned. It's being promoted. And uh, once they do that, and you and I know that once they get us into a totally digital cashless society, we are screwed in the biggest way because if they get people to accept that, uh, they will control everything. It won't matter. They'll print as much money or as little money as they want, and we will be completely at their beck and call. And that's the last thing that Americans really need. It is uh, complete and utter slavery. You and I have been uh, talking about this on Connecting the Dots, uh, I believe, since uh, 2018. Uh, was the first time that I made my, my appearance, the first time I was a speaker at Red Pill Expo. I had uh, written my first report six years ago going, hey, Hey, America, they're in the process of creating new standards for the financial industry. And it's the time everybody goes, who's that guy? He doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, uh, in November of 22, uh, they went live with the new set of standards. And these standards are called uh, they had to integrate with this new standard. And what this allows them to do is to go live with a new digital currency, a central bank digital currency that is programmable. And it's live now. And in fact, over 80% of all payments worldwide are now going through this new uh, worldwide, I call it a new worldwide financial system. And, uh, 
it is uh, short of uh, us in some, we'll throw in the word peaceful uh, method, replacing uh, the Federal Reserve. Um, America is in dire, dire straits because, you know, the Federal Reserve has digitally printed uh, trillions upon trillions of dollars. And as I, I, Dan, as I pointed out in my last report, going through the different amounts of quantitative easing that they've done since 2008, uh, since two, uh, January of 2020, uh, they have digitally printed over 90%. Let, let me just anybody out there that's just waking up since January of 2020, they have digitally printed over 90% of all dollars in existence today. Thus we have the inflation and they've been, as everybody out there knows, we've been in very low interest rates for a lot of years. And this has driven the value of the treasury bonds down. Thus, uh, lowering uh, the the basically uh, lowering liqu liquidity of the banks, and I would expect them. I believe they meet tomorrow. I would expect them to raise them again. It would be my guess. Mm -hmm. And when we do, we will know that it's all been intentional to force small to medium sized banks out of business to consolidate them with larger banks for the super banks, the two big to fill banks to remain in business along with the Federal Reserve with the ultimate goal of going to a central bank digital currency that's programmable with these 15-minute cities in which I believe that's what, the, you know, the, the cities that Trump is, you know, I don't want to tread on soft ground here because I know we have a lot of Trump fans here, but guys, you know, we have to look at things objectively as Americans, you know, as patriots, looking out for our future, you know, as a free people. And if they want to throw us into 15-minute cities, I think Americans know where to tell them to stick their 15-minute cities, Dan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, you know, the way things are going right now, they're, everything that we see happening right now leads us to the same conclusion. They're, they're pushing us into a smaller and smaller, more confined space. You're absolutely right. Every time one of these things happen, they weed out all these small banks, all these local, regional, uh, well, not regional so much, but local banks, uh, the smaller banks that came in, they get rid of them and they make everything consolidate to larger and larger banks, and of course, then they call them too big to fail. Uh, there's nothing too big to fail, and we're going to find that out. The United States of America may find that out firsthand within the next year. No, that's a, that's a big, big statement, because that involves, you know, extraordinary pain. You know, number one, you know, as every, you know, the, I'm, you know, uh, Patriot Soapbox uh, and the other platforms of which you're on, you know, this is a relatively informed audience. And everybody out there knows that uh, the dollar is the reserve currency of the world, which has allowed us to uh, go beyond our gross domestic product 
uh, printing trillions upon trillions of additional dollars in order to afford uh, the most powerful military the world has ever seen. And when we're not the reserve currency of the world, we do not have the ability to print these additional lavish amounts of capital to afford, you know, this amazing military, this uh, to put, you know, a very large amount of people on on subsidies, uh, welfare, uh, Medicare, you know, uh, pensions. I, I could keep going on and on. And America is in for a rude awakening. And a side of extraordinary pain in the people taking back over the country in some type of peaceful, and I want to keep throwing out there peaceful because, you know, I don't want them to put uh, their J6 target on my back. Um, you know, it's, it's, we're in dire straits mm -hmm. and uh, we've been, we've been yelling this. I don't know for how many years trying to tell people, you know, Hey, you know, we're being very fiscally uh, uh, unresponsible to say the least. Um, and that's being kind because if you go back and you look at my prior report and you look at SEC Rule 10B-5, you know, there is something just within that particular report, there was approximately $114 trillion missing nice. from the advertised $30 trillion, the $31 trillion in which we're in debt. And let me just reemphasize advertised 114 trillion dan that's missing off the federal books mm -hmm. so well, you know uh now, it's been that way for a long time and and uh i can't we've talked about the derivatives market that's another uh real you know that's a gambler's paradise um and that's uh you know, gambling on things like uh, uh, credit default swaps and um, low-income housing uh, loans and things like that, the so-called liar loans. Uh, they put that together. That's what collapsed this economy in 2008. That was what triggered it, the fact that all that gambling had been going on behind the scenes and uh, they uh, told the American people that, well, the House refused to pass it, so then they handed it to the Senate, which is in, un, completely unconstitutional. For but they sent it to the Senate for uh, them to take the ball and carry it because they said it's got to be done. Well, they approved, uh, I believe it was eight hundred and forty-three billion dollars in uh, funding to prop up the collapsing economics and the banks that were failing, the insurance companies that were failing. Anyway, long story short, they that's what they approved uh, according to the to the uh, propaganda, the so-called lamestream media, but in fact what they actually what they actually sent out to banks all over the world to keep this, bubble in the air was over $16 trillion right out of the Federal Reserve. They just print money. They do whatever they want. They don't have to report anything anymore. 
And uh, they quit doing that. They quit uh, reporting the money supply uh, back in 2008 uh, when the collapse happened. And they haven't reported since. And now they want a completely digital system. So they whatever they want to do, they can just do. And all of it's on the back of the taxpayers. This is the dumbest thing in the world. If Americans believe and go along with this, they are absolutely uh, beyond reproach. They are awful. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, that's a that's a whole nother topic right there. You know, I watched a video the other day, and they were uh, they were uh, at a high school, and they had a couple kids in the hallway, and they replaced the digital clock with a uh arm you know clock with arms. analog yeah analog yeah mm -hmm. just analog mm -hmm. and they're asking the kids were walking through the hall they're asking them hey uh what time is it these kids could not even tell the time wow so no they couldn't it, wow. it, it, I, I was just, I was shocked, you know, and uh, this is uh, the intentional dumbing down of America. It, it's the intentional takedown of the United States. And that's just one example out of hundreds in which we could throw out there. But to keep this on the financial side of things, you know, they're they have come out with uh, new state regulations in which it's right now currently in front of 20 different states. Now, everybody out there that's listening, you need to pay attention to this because mm -hmm. I'm going to read something to you right now. And this uh, Christy Nome from South uh, Dakota just uh, vetoed this. And you have uh, DeSantis down in Florida that uh, came out just yesterday and said, uh, no central bank digital currencies in Florida, but I'm looking right now at a freshly issued uniform commercial code and uniform law commission in the American Institute. And they, they, they are presenting this to different legislation for legislation for state legis legislators to look at that uh, to consider for law. And they are redefining the definition of money. Mm -hmm. And let me read this to the audience. Money is defined in section one, two, blah, blah, blah. And is not limited to, now, everybody, you need to listen to me, okay? Money is defined in section blah, it is not limited to United States dollars. It also includes a medium of exchange established by a foreign government or monetary units account established by an intergovernmental organization or agreed to by two or more nations. And I could go on. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Established by a foreign government or by two or more nations. 
This is the new definition of money in which they are in the process of trying to pass at the state level. Okay. Now, and, and Ken, I'm gonna, I don't mean to interrupt, but I want to say something here. These people don't understand. This is, this is basically the entire architectural framework through our own laws, through the UCC. This is the architectural framework for unhinging the dollar as a this, the world's reserve currency. I mean, this is like handing the states a rope and say, okay, now tie this around your neck and throw it over that tree over there and get up on a big box and tie the end of it uh, to the tree and get up on a big box and, and jump. That's what they're doing. I mean, they're literally trying to get every state to recognize that the dollar is no longer the reserve currency. And incidentally, two nations come to mind, China and Russia. I mean, anybody, any two countries can come up with some kind of a, have we heard the BRICS? Have, <laughs> you know, come on, people. How stupid you know. can you be? <laughs> God, I cannot uh, believe that anybody go in in Montana. I, they're trying to do it in Montana, and I and Gianforte has said he's going to support it. You have got to be kidding me! How crazy. many idiots do we have in the world that we're going to allow this crap to happen to us? And we're going to take our own rope. We're going to we're going to we're going to buy the rope, and then we're going to take it to our own hanging. How stupid can Americans be? Okay, sorry. I had to get that rant in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, the BRICS uh, just last year uh, announced the new BRICS World Reserve Currency. And, uh, you know, for years... China and Russia have been buying up vast amounts of gold. And, you know, they said, well, you know, it, it, we're going to compete with, with the dollar is the reserve currency of the world. Now, when you look at BRICS, you have the linchpin in Saudi Arabia joining BRICS. Mm -hmm. And... Who incidentally you know, were you know, the ones that incidentally were the ones that propped up the petrodollar when uh, Nixon took us off the gold standard in '71. The only way he was able to do that was because Saudi Arabia agreed to back the dollar with petroleum, and now they're bailing on that whole thing. So the the last, you, you call it a linchpin, that's perfect description. The last linchpin holding the petrodollar up is gone because the petro part of that dollar is is evaporating and going into the brick. It's gone. It just hasn't been, you know, announced yet because you have Project Sandman in which over a hundred nations had joined forces long ago to uh, form a commission to uh, not use the dollar 
to, to uh, is the reserve currency. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, in my world, you know, and this is very difficult for most people out there, especially this particular audience to understand. But this is the, this is the factual truth. Governments do not run this world. Mm-hmm. Central banks run this world. Okay? Mm-hmm. And central banks decided a long time ago, I think they made the final decision in 2007-8, you know, hey, you know, we'll just print us into infinity with uh, modern economic theory until, you know, until this p- particular point in which we've gotten to today, and then we'll start up a theatrical war in Ukraine. And, you know, we will get, uh, you know, the West to self-impose sanctions upon itself uh, to destroy the the supply chains um, in order to destroy the Western financial system. Uh, You know, they make it seem like we are, that China and Russia are our enemies. And maybe at the government level, where the media creates the perception that they are our old, you know, our, our utter enemies. They're, you know, they're evil, you know, uh, at the central bank level, you know, the IMF, as I pointed out in my last report, has been supporting uh, managing the Russian economy, I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, since, uh, uh, I forget, it was it 2001, Dan? 2000? It was actually a little before uh, that. It was before uh, Putin came in. Uh, Yeltsin was still there. And I think it was about 98, 99 that the IMF came in in a big way. And and, and the only reason they did is so they could steal everything that the Russians had, you know, in truth. I mean, it's always about power and money. It's always about gaining more power and money. You know, it's all about perception. Once you understand the agenda of globalism, one world government, uh, 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 central bank digital currencies, uh, you know, UN Agenda 21, UN Agenda 2030, uh, when you st- and then you, when you start going down the ladder, you look at BlackRock and Vanguard uh, being owning the majority of corporations in, in the majority stockholder of all uh, major corporations throughout the world. Um, I have an entire section on that my, in my last report. And so, you know, when people typically hear me talk, they if they're not informed and they don't understand the world agenda, they just go, this guy's alien. Where does he come from? And it's because I don't, I don't, I haven't listened to network news in over 10 years. You know, I go out, if I see a headline, I go out and I research it and I find out what is true and what's not true. And I make my own decision based on my particular research. So, um, you know, guys, 
you know, I, I'm a, I'm the ultimate patriot. I, I grew up in the red, white, and blue. I remember what Dan, I remember when I was a kid. And uh, I used to, I was quite the athlete, and I would fly to uh, uh, Illinois, northern Illinois, every summer to play baseball. And my grandmother was the editor of a newspaper. And uh, Mount Morris, Illinois. The home of the state freedom bell and let freedom ring was the moniker, the slogan. Mm-hmm. And we we used to have the Illinois State Fourth of July parade and and uh I'd have my USA shirts on and and I got to meet all the state politicians and you know, I've always been such this just you know, I believe that was America was the home of opportunity and anybody it didn't matter what God you prayed to, what color your skin was. You were supposed to be able to come to America and live free and that we stood for what was good. And someplace along the way, that dream, what we stood for, what we as Americans still desire to stand for, was hijacked. And quite frankly, that effing pisses me clean that off it, it really does because it, it shouldn't it should we should not allow satanic pedophiles that that to, to run this realm and you know they're committing what's called fifth generation warfare on the people if you look at the so-called elites which i call elite parasites to you know, that, that run this, this, this realm, you know, you know, I, I've got, you know, I've got a new report coming out and I'm going through what the Davos, uh, I think I'll just use the word EPs for elite parasites, what the uh, Davos EPs, Hey, there's a new term Davos EPs, you know, coined it is uh, a poly crisis. And I've got like 20 different events that have happened just, you know, since the beginning of February from train derailments, you know, everybody out there, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's only March. And I'm telling you now, the poly crisis has just begun because they are going to hit us with so much disinformation that the normal person out there is not going to know what is true, what to believe. They're going to be so confused. Uh, you know, the best advice that we that we tell everybody every time we talk, Dan, is shut off your TV. Do not listen to Fox News, you know, Tucker, for the most part, sure. The rest of it, shut it off. Go to Need to Know News or uh uh, I think that's uh, Ed J.R. Griffin's mm-hmm. news website. You know, get your, you know, research. You know, I run a research platform called www.freedom.social. And when most people log in there, you know, we get a lot, a lot of new end users. And they'll look at what most people are posting in there. And they'll spend five minutes, and they're gone, and they never come back. Really? Wow. Yeah, because mm. they're programmed. 
you know, they, 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 they believe there was a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. They believe that, you know, that, uh, and, and I, I, I've got so much empathy. I, I really do. But, you know, uh, all it really takes is some research. Mm-hmm. And I think the pendulum, the, the, the momentum is changing on, you know, the scamdemic. And part of me, you know, knowing their agenda, knowing how, you know, the, the fifth generation warfare works, part of me thinks that they want people to find out that a very, very large amount of people have gotten sick or have died or are going, it, it has greatly shortened their life by taking this nanotechnology, graphene oxide, I call it the transhuman death jab. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked, the second part of my talk at Red Pill Expo was called uh, transhuman payments. Mm-hmm. And and uh, when people actually find out, you know, the poo's going to hit the fan. And I think that's part of it because part of it could be, Dan, that when the American people upheaval, that a government is much easier to replace when it's not in existence. And because their objective is one world government. Mm -hmm. And you look at what's going on in France right now. You know, uh, yesterday, Macron just barely survived a no-confidence vote. Well, the same could be said uh, with, uh, you know, uh, up in Canada. Mm -hmm. Uh, If people weren't so brainwashed here in America, the same could be said about Dementia Joe. Mm -hmm. You know, and you see what's going on with the arrest of Trump. You know, they're trying to uh, create another Mm -hmm. uh, J6 type of event and. uh it's uh, yeah. We live right. in interesting times, don't we? Well, the thing is, you're right. Uh, one of the psyop things that they've been <clears throat> trying to do for uh, quite a long time is uh, create so much anarchy and so much internal strife in the United States that we lose our cohesive uh, sense of patriotism to the United States as a sovereign nation. They want to destroy that. They want to create all these little fragmented, uh, little nuanced groups that are going to all be conflicting with one another. And uh, that's how they want to take us down. I couldn't agree with you more. Matter of fact, uh, Michael uh, Dabari was uh, talking about that earlier how this whole thing is designed as a psyop to uh, get people to uh, even be even more confused and have more trouble trying to determine what's in their own best interest. This is the kind of crap that's been happening, and I agree with you. I think it's all uh, part of a psyop. I really do. It is. It is. It's. I find it fascinating. Um, I find it sad. I find mm-hmm. it disgusting, but uh, it, there's nothing I can do about it. I, I've, I've been, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just an old beer drinking wild man that 
happened to stop watching the news over 10 years ago and happen to have a huge heart to love. You know, I see that when pe- everybody succeeds, we all, all succeed. Right. And I was raised to never have a racist bone in my body. I was raised, you know, my mother, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, you know, ju- judge a, a, a person by their character, not by the color of their skin. And that's just who I am. You know, that's who I'll always be. And I don't understand this racial divide. I don't understand, you know, uh, well, I, I understand where it's coming from, you know, why, how they have to divide us, you know. But most of my friends that have darker skin than me see straight through it. I say most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you still have those that, you know, will are brainwashed and, and fall into this one paradigm or another. Um, and, uh, you know, we're coming into a time, Dan, where, you know, I think uh, last year and the year before I've been on your show, maybe this is maybe the 10th time, something like getting close. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have talked in depth about, in detail, about how, you know, just in 22, there was 114, and I've got them all documented, uh, food facilities, manufacturing plants, distribution plants that were burned down. Okay. Now, they would lead us to believe, oh, you know, it's just a coincidence. No, no, this is part of the fifth generation warfare. And, and uh, as is Ukraine with uh, uh, destroying uh, the supply chains and, and, uh, you know, the China relations and, you know, years is if you're, I'm talking to you people out there now, this is life or death. You either start growing your own food or you're going to be subjected to a to a central bank digital currency in which they will tell you you either eat the bugs or you die. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at now. So you better. I've got a new platform. It's live. We haven't launched it yet. Okay. But we're partnering with different food organizations around uh, the United States or uh, and around the world. It's called www.localfoodsplural and uh, different digital assets that are not uh, pegged to fiat currency. So, you know, just it's kind of like an account of transaction. And it's pretty amazing what we've done. We've created... Uh, private uh, buyers, uh, uh, private membership association. And, uh, and uh, we're trying to help people, but uh, it it seems like people don't take action until they're personally affected. And I'm warning you people now get it together or pay the price. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if if you, if you don't, uh, frankly, it's by the time you decide you want to do it, it'll be too late. And then you won't have the opportunity to do it because you won't have those networks set up. Uh, that includes things like 
getting to know your neighbors, getting to know people in your community and putting together networks of friends that will help protect one another uh, in case something happens, uh, in case they happen to send in uh, a, uh, I don't know, who knows, a FBI SWAT unit. No, who knows, to take all your guns, you know. I mean, th there's all kinds of possibilities out there. I agree with you. We've got to be able to do this in a way that is peaceful but uh, yeah. all that would take would be a handful of people. And I, by a handful, I mean maybe 10% of the people, if they all just stood up in unison and said, we're not going to do this, we're not going to play the game. Uh, Michael was talking earlier about, uh, you know, rather than go out and demonstrate like, and this is so bizarre that Trump would even say such a thing after January 6th, but um, instead of going out and, and demonstrating, how about a, a day that everybody refuses to go to work? How about a day where we refuse to do any, uh, we just uh, stay home and tell everybody to kiss our big one. Uh, don't go along with the program. And for God's sake, don't get involved in something that you don't know what you're doing and what the final results will be. And that's, you know, that's really talking about uh, getting into some violent action or something. That's stupid. Yeah, no violence. See, they want violence. They want, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not referring to the good men and women that served or, you know, the good, right. there, there's a lot of good people within law enforcement. We're not referring, you know, to those good and decent people. Um, I'm not a violent guy. Never have. Well, I, I'd rather punch somebody in the face than shoot them, you know, because there's still a, a chance of me being friends with them because mm -hmm. I'd, I'd rather see them thrive. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather have a friend than an enemy. Right. You know, but I, I do tend to say things that are, that I believe that I've researched that a lot of people you know, that, that happened to be perhaps a good and decent person. Uh, they got a huge heart. They're, they're a great patriot. And I might remind them that, uh, you know, USMCA is directly tied to UN Agenda 21, mm -hmm. you know. And I might want to ask them, you know, different questions about different actions in, mis in which Mr. Trump took to lay the foundation for transhumanism. You know, Dan, you look at all this different woke bullshit, okay? You look mm -hmm. at the tampon machines in boys' bathrooms. You look at this gender confusion. You look at the promotion of trying to turn young boys into girls. This is about transhumanism. And there are no genders in transhumanism. Okay. That's what all of this is about. Okay. And, you know, you look at the different, you know, everybody wants to say that Elon Musk is a good guy. Okay. Okay. Well, you look at his portfolio of companies, all of them, except for the boring company, uh, which is a, where they drill underground. 
every single one of them is artificial intelligence connected. He has put billions upon billions of dollars. And Elon Musk, by the way, is just a front man, you know, for those really behind all of this, as is Gates, you know, as is Soros. You know, they're just front men for, you know, these elements that are actually behind all of this uh, uh, satanic evil. And, uh, but this is about transhumanism. You know, uh, we were uh, talking yesterday, uh, or maybe it was last week, Dan, and we were talking about Elena uh, Freeland. Freeland. Mm -hmm. And she has a book out called uh, Geoengineered Transhumanism. Correct. You know, you know. I started doing doing what I do now about seven years ago, but I've been researching for, you know, over 10, nonstop, seven days a week. And I remember six, seven years ago, I'm out there doing videos. This is where you could still be on YouTube and et cetera. And I'm just, I am so angry. I'm cussing and carrying on because these planes are spraying us and nope, everybody's de Googled phone, by the way. And before Dan and I stop talking today, we're going to talk about solutions. And one of the solutions is getting a de Googled phone. Okay. Because this mm-hmm. right here is pure evil. This is how they pull everything off. One of the keys to getting rid of all this evil, throw this in the trash. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but, so, you know, here, the point that I'm making is, and as you see, I've got tape on my camera and, um, is there's, they have been spraying us with nanotechnology for years. Right. And everybody's got their phone and they don't look up. And then when I point it out to them, they're like, are you crazy? The news said that it's it's not happening. I just want to <laughs> slap them upside their their head. So I'm not kidding. I, I if if I could get away with it legal, I would have given out a plethora of black eyes. You stupid son. <laughs> See, I get all pissed off because people don't they they don't have critical thinking anymore. Right, right. You can't disseminate the difference between a contrail. And a chemtrail and understand that they're, you know, that they're June, but it's all about transhumanism. And this is where humans are connected to technology. Okay. And they can use frequency. Okay. And it's beyond most people's comprehension that they're doing this. I understand that. Um, but you know, there are many different little simple things that we can do to stop. Now, you said maybe a day of, you know, protest. No, no, that's not going to cut it, okay? Because all we're doing is hurting ourselves. It's going to take total 100% noncompliance. I ain't going to your 15-minute cities. Um, I'm not going to buy a smart TV with a camera on it. You know, you're not going to put a thousand cameras in my local community to watch me. Okay. 
but it's not going to happen. It, it's, it's people are too programmed. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. Short of, damn, I'm just going to put it, I'm gonna, just going to tell everybody out there. You got to use anticipation and you have to use deductive logic. Short of replacing peacefully, replacing the Federal Reserve with a legitimate entity that represents the people, that provides a sound money backed by gold, precious metals, commodities, it is over. People do not want to believe the United States, the great, mighty United States of America can go down. It's already done. It's over. Mm-hmm. Well, and then what you're talking about, uh, the, there was no Federal Reserve prior to 1913. The U.S. Treasury is the one who is supposed to be uh, dealing with our financial matters, and Congress is supposed to be the one uh, directing them, but it it is that we are supposed to be dealing only in gold and silver. It's been that way forever. You know, you cannot have a country. You know, l- let's go back to, uh, to to the reason why I say it's over, okay? So we're the financial superpower of the world, or were, okay? Mm-hmm. Now... Okay, so now we look at the current banking crisis, okay? Well, they're having liquidity problems, and I can get into details of why this happened, but let's keep this simple, okay? Now, under Dodd-Frank, they increased the per-account insurance from 100000 to 250000 okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at that legislation, it places derivatives ahead of deposits being paid out if mm-hmm. there's ever a crisis. Okay. Now, derivatives, depending on who you believe, you know, what numbers you look at, are anywhere from one quadrillion to two quadrillion in derivatives. Okay, let's just use the number, you know, one quadrillion or even less than that. Okay. They get paid out before depositors. Now, when you look at the amount of money that the FDIC has on hand right now to pay out depositors, it is a fraction of the amount of just the existing banks Mm -hmm. that have collapsed. It's just a fraction. Am I correct? You're absolutely correct. correct. Last time okay. I saw the now, number, it is uh, somewhere around $12, $12 billion in total that they could scratch yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Out of uh, uh, just over $100 trillion of which they would need. Or mm-hmm. excuse me, $100 billion. Okay. So listen, insurance, the FDI insurance of your account, it's a scam. It is a lie. Okay. The 31 trillion that we're in debt is a scam. It's a lie. 
Okay. Now, you cannot have in this world a country that is the superpower of the world when you're carrying that amount of debt in which the, the Federal Reserve represents the power. Okay. It's how we afford our mighty military. It's a, how we afford all of our different programs. Now, so if this is a monopoly board, you take those all off the board. They're not here anymore. It is over. Minus you people out there. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. Stand it up and go, we're not going to take it anymore. We're not going to. We're not throw this in the trash. Okay. I tell you another thing. Get rid of the 5G, okay, because it is a weapon, okay? And But this right here, this is number one for TV. Um, do not, because even Twitter, you know, there's so much disinformation on Twitter. There's so much, uh, it, it's just, it is informed as I am. I look at some of this stuff and I just go, oh my gosh, poor people. I feel so bad for people because they don't know what to believe, you know? So. Yeah, Kent, I don't um, mean well, what you're talking about too is, um, you know, getting rid of the uh, smartphones and that sort of thing. What they've done with the jab now is they're trying to introduce a new level of transhumanism where you don't need a smartphone, where they can communicate directly with your body and uh, control what you're thinking, control everything that you perceive because they actually have these uh, this nanotechnology embedded into your into your body into your system. Well, that's what the whole jab program was all about. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, um, there never was a pandemic. Um, you know, every, I and I could go through all the different numbers. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you know. There was a 99, depending on your age, you know, mm -hmm. um, I'm in my 50s. I had, I believe, a 98.7 chance of surviving if, if you know, there was a virus. That's according to the CDC. And, you know, there never was. Everything was, and I can go into great detail if you'd like me to. Mm -hmm. um, and, but this was all about getting, a jab in people. And then, the, listen, the people out there that, that took this thing, that got tricked into taking it, there are solutions, okay? I don't want you to be listening to this and, and getting all – you need to be pissed off because it has, mm -hmm. you know, greatly shortened your life, okay? And – but there are some solutions out there. Um, You know, you can uh, – and I'm not going to get into that right now. I've got a new report coming out, uh, and it, it's primarily about solutions. And then I'm going to take this, Dan, I'm going to take the solutions doc, and I'm going to make it an open document, and I'm going to send it over to 
uh, different researchers and have them add to it and uh, try to help the people out there. Now, you just mentioned mind control. Okay. Now, nanotechnology is now in everything. They're spraying it from the air, so it's in the water. It's in the soil. Um, they're putting it directly into the food. Okay. So, you know, I try to eat as much organic as I possibly can. It's next to impossible. Um, but how do they, how do they achieve the mind control? This is the number one way. Okay. So this is the gateway. And then this, so, Okay, so the people that took the injection are now emitting a Bluetooth signal. Uh, it's within the patents. Uh, I proved it in part two of my last report in which I used the pat the, the master patents. I used uh, their, their information off their website. I used their statements. I used their white papers. I used their PDFs, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I just went down, and I stole Dan Happ term connecting the dots and I just connected the dots and I said okay well their body's emitting a Bluetooth signal that has a unique MAC address and then anybody out there you can go to the uh, NIH website so Tony Fauci uh, National Institute of Health um, it's it, uh, PubMed and you can just type in intra body nano network and what it says is it's uh tiny sensors uh that were included within the injection uh that uh that uh it's been a while since i uh, read it but basically what they're doing is they're collecting uh vital signs every conceivable mm -hmm. vital sign so everything from blood pressure to glucose levels, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But they're, but they're also collecting, uh, neurological data. And then they do something which is not defined within their information called neuromodulation. And then as you connect the dots down further, um, th they're able to, you know, if you look at CRISPR-Cas9, they, they're able to delete thoughts or, excuse me, delete memories, replace memories, um, you know, put thought, you know, this basic, you know, you know, if you're going to, for example, uh, vote for a particular candidate, they, they could maybe put the thought in your head. Well, you know, maybe I'll, I'll vote for so-and-so this time. You know, they can they can turn people against each other. You know, just the possibilities are endless. So um, now when you look at, at you know, death, uh, morbidity counts are up over 40 percent. Mm -hmm. uh, when you look at some of the, the public, the data that they made public, for example, in the UK, uh, just a couple months ago, I had a report out from the UK, their own UK government data. 91% of people that were dying in the UK were uh, fully injected. 
Okay. So this is both a depopulation agenda and a transhuman agenda. And then we take it over to what they're doing to the children now and trying to turn them, you know, transgender. And they're connecting people to artificial intelligence. And then it goes back to, for example, Elon Musk. You look at Twitter. Why did Elon Musk reportedly purchase Twitter? Well, Twitter, and then it'll roll into what, like Facebook has done with Meta. So Meta, why Meta instead of Facebook? Because it's for transhumanism. And what these, what these satanic cult uh, elite parasites want is, okay, so... Uh, and I've said this on your show before, but I'll say it again. They have, so they say, okay, so they say they have uploaded consciousness into the cloud. And what they envision is there's no more human bodies and uh, we have an avatar. And then your consciousness is attached to your avatar. Microphones to watch us, to, to, to run uh, simulations against us, to create an avatar, to create a profile of every person on earth with a smart device. And there's a data center in Utah. It's called the Sentient World Simulation. And we, all of us, me, you, um, have an avatar. It's basically your profile. And they know I mean, us. It's, it's basically taking taking you and creating an identical twin that they can control, basically. Uh, James Corbett of the Corbett Report did a, a report on it years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. It's called the Sentient World Simulation, and he called it. Uh, I think he called it your digital clone. So it's your digital clone. They've created your digital clone, and then. You know, if you do not have this skin suit, this this human body, what they say they have done was upload your consciousness into the cloud, and men will seek death, but death will elude them. So, you know, they are, you know, it's... No, I'm sorry, I... I... Well, what you're saying, and this is absolutely true, uh, Kent, you're 100% you're, uh, on, but what their ultimate vision is, now keep in mind, these people are, they, they believe that they are gods. They believe that they are gods on earth because they are so much uh, more intelligent than the rest of us, and they're proof of that is the fact that they've been able to con us into doing all this stupid stuff to ourselves for all these years, okay? But they believe that they are ultimately so much superior to us. And uh, we can get into the Nephilim uh, bloodlines and all sorts of discussions Let's try here. not to. But the bottom line is, yeah, but the bottom line is, they want to destroy humanity 1.0 and replace it 
with a, a, a new humanity that they can totally control, and we will not be physical beings because physical beings require resources. They want to save all the resources just for themselves. They see the the human 1.0 is being a useless eater. They see humanity 1.0 is being something uh, akin to an ant or a bug that needs to be stepped on, basically. Now, I, I know that sounds really, really radical to some people, but it, am I am I missing anything there? You're a hundred percent spot on. Yeah, you know. Uh... We get a like I indicated. We get a lot of new end users on a Freedom Social, and somebody posted a video of two ladies for the first time had read the Jesuit Oath. I don't know anybody out there has never heard the Jesuit Oath, but it's morbid. It's it's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And that's pretty much exactly what, you know, anybody out there that hasn't read, you know, the Jesuit oath, you, you probably need to read it because uh, that's what, what they're doing. You know, and it's just not the Jesuits. It's, you know, it's these bloodlines from what, from where my research took me years ago. It's these bloodlines that represent the Nephilim, the giants. There were giants in those days and after those days, excuse me, giants in those days. Yeah. And after those days, and they are, you know, they believe that humans are, uh, the lowest scum on earth, uh, in, in within this realm. And, um, they're in the process of, of, uh, eliminating humanity as we know it. And uh, they're doing it. They're doing it. And they're starting with, you know, the United States. And, you know, they have to get the United States out of the way. And how do you do that? You, 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 you destroy the financial system. You know, you, you, you digitally print currency into infinity, modern economic theory. And you... Uh, you confuse people uh, with uh, with uh, fifth generation warfare. So people, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, they equate war with, uh, you know, World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War. Well, this is more of a information war where, you know, they come at you from a poly crisis as the Davos uh, elite parasites call it. And we haven't seen anything yet. Um, they're going to keep throwing stuff at us. And you know what's so frustrating, Dan? There's not a darn thing we can do to stop them, you know, you know th because not, they not right have now. all the power. I mean, and uh, They do have all the power, but that's the point of all this. Why, why have we, we have been the ones that have given them that power. If if we didn't give yeah. them the power, they wouldn't have it. Well, a lot of it is is uh, hope. You know, we we yeah. placed a lot of hope in uh, 
Hopium. That's what James that, uh, Corbett likes to call it. Hopium. Yeah. You know, we placed, our, you know, Trump, Trump was our last hope. And, you know, still to this day, he pushes a scientifically proven transhuman death jab. I don't think he has any choice but to do that. Now, if you look at, uh, like I call him Cliff is high. Mm-hmm. I like to pick on Cliff high. Everybody thinks that guy is so smart. About 50% of the guy, what the guy says is really intelligent, probably over 50, but he's got, he is such a shit talker. I, that's a guy I'd like to meet face to face. You, oh, you, you might like, get a chance anyway. one of these days. Yeah. No, he doesn't want to meet me. <laughs> you know, anybody that gives out, I'm on Patriot Soapbox. So I want to be careful what I say. You know, I'm going to have to shut off my uh, perimeter alarms. But uh, anyway, I, I, I uh, so I shouldn't even brought up Cliff, but, I, but I'll go ahead and finish what I'm saying. A lot of what he says is just not factually accurate. See, I'm a researcher. And typically when you hear me talk, I will say, this is a, you know, this is what my research said. Okay. Right. And I'll back it up with facts. Okay. And then if I talk about, you know, the, the Nephilim or the, the uh, fallen angels, archons, Anunnaki, Jinn, Chichahuri, Watchers, all one mm-hmm. of the same. I'll say, this is my theory. This is what I believe has happened, you know? And, uh, but when you give people hopium that, that allows them to sit on their sofa and believe the good guys are coming to, you know, the good guys at the Federal Reserve are coming to our rescue and that we're going to come out with the new gold-based currency, that allows people not to take action. Right. Okay. Right. And the last thing that you, in, incredibly amazing Americans, anybody out there that's listening to this program, because this is a platform of patriots, good and decent Americans that do not deserve what is about ready to go down in this country. So don't believe any of this hopium nonsense, okay? Mm-hmm. This is going to require growing your own food, having a fully stocked pantry, having filters on your water systems. The water is poison. You know, I'm not sure what to believe. Here, here's a good example of the disinformation. So we look at uh, East Palestine. So I see a lot of different conf- conflicting reports on soil samples on water samples, you know, till about three in the morning last night, just a couple hours ago, (laughs) I was watching videos of the uh, EPA reports, you know, on what the EPA is saying. Well, I don't believe about that much what they say. And I'm looking at different independent analysis of the soil and water. And it's still, 
undefinitive. It's it's inconclusive. On you know, I, I know it's a land grab, but have they actually poisoned the soil? I I I, I don't know. It's inconclusive at this time, you know. So, but see, see, that's a good example. I don't. I I'm a researcher, and I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Lee Merritt talked about that uh, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago. She was talking about that. That this was all about Agenda 21. It's all part of the land grab thing. Yeah. You know, they uh, claim that they've destroyed the physical environment and therefore they've got to come in and take it over, of course. Uh, and she said the same thing. She said, this is just uh, something they plan to take over the country. Now, keep in mind that uh, she also said that uh, most of the uh, chlorine dioxide and the things that supposedly spilled out and were part of this problem, why in the world they burn it in the first place? I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen is light something like that on fire so they can have a nice big yeah. black cloud. But anyway, uh, her comment about all that is that, you know, in a matter of uh, weeks, all that, uh, the natural environment will take care of it. It'll just go away. Not dioxins. If there's dioxins, that's a forever chemical. And, uh, but there's, you know, there's different reports where there were no dioxins, you yeah. know, there, yeah. there's, uh, so, you know, I, and I was going off what Dr. Lee Merritt ha had indicated because she had met with different, uh, uh, independent, uh, 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 scientists that had done, uh, independent testing. Right. So I think, you know, I was watching Tim Truth. Tim Truth does some, some good work. Um, I was going through some of his stuff. So I think that the best thing that we need to do is to get independent testing in there to ascertain, you know, what has occurred everywhere from East Palestine uh, downstream and actually determine what has occurred here and then um, go from there. But uh you know, to get back on topic of the yeah, the, yeah, we better talk about money. The, yeah, <laughs> of the you know of the uh, I had just uh, you know if you look at my report that I I, I uh, released seven months ago, mm -hmm. um, I had said that uh, the ha Project Hamilton was a smokescreen. So here's another good example, everybody out there. So. For years, they kept saying, well, we got something called Project Hamilton. Uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology is working with the Boston Fed to come out with a hypothetical mm -hmm. central bank digital currency. It was misdirection. Look over here. Don't look at pay now. Okay. And then, I, you know, the conclusion of my report was, well, they're going to come out with something called Pay Now. It's integrated with ISO 20022, and they're going to come out with it between May and July of 23. And it's the precursor for the central bank digital currency. And, and again, as typically usually, 
people said the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, that's what was just announced. Hmm. Pay now. The precursor to the CBDC comes live in July. See, mm -hmm. folks, all it takes is research and connecting the dots. So you have to connect the dots and you have to know their agenda. And you have, it's kind of like pre predicting the future. And, but you have to know their agenda. And so what's going to happen here is as we see this poly crisis, the different events roll out, we'll probably have some false flag events. And that could be anywhere from a cyber attack to uh, the hopefully not too serious uh, world beginning of, you know, what they will advertise as World War III, maybe. Maybe the invasion of uh, Taiwan by China. But there's definitely probably going to be, there's going to be uh, power outages this summer. Um, I don't want to manifest it. But you can't stop what's already in motion. But they're going to keep throwing this, you know, train aromas, chemical spills, um, and it's going to get ugly. It's going to—they're going to turn the people against each other, and uh, you know. But one of the uh, one of the benefits of the Federal Reserve not being in existence is they're not going to be able to pay. You know, you look at uh, what was it either Signature or was it uh, Silicon Bank? They paid something like, was it? And I forget the number. It was an absurd amount of money. It was like mm -hmm. seven hundred eighty million. Was it million no, dollars to BLM? Oh, oh, was, yeah, was yeah, it yeah. Seven hundred, yeah. seven hundred eighty. And well, no wonder you're completely woke. A completely woke bank. And uh, seven hundred and eighty million dollars. I believe the number was. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And don't tell me that. The, the, the African-American folks got 700, you know, it's a scam. You know, mm -hmm. any good and decent uh, African-American person knows that it's not about advancing the, the cause of the, of, of, of the African-American people. You know, it's more of a, a political agenda. It's more about money laundering. Where the did $780 million go and that's just one bank? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So... Yeah, as a matter of fact, you, your, so, your point you know, is extremely good. The uh, Silicon Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, was one of the most woke institutions around, and all the stuff that they had put money into, instead of taking care of their depositors and running it like a real bank, it ended up being a big money, money laundering scheme for all these different sure. woke enterprises. And now the taxpayers are going to bail them yeah. out through the FDIC. Well, you know, that's another thing that I, I really kind of find comical is that you have, you know, everybody from the Federal Reserve to the Treasury to the FDIC, you know, giving this perception of this monetarily responsible entities when they, in the background, are digitally printing trillions upon trillions of dollars, they're trying to say, well, you know, you know, we're going to put in 2.2 trillion. And, and, it, and it's just, I start laughing. It's, it's like, just, just shut your face and digitally print it, you know, and keep your Ponzi scheme above water for whatever amount of time. 
But when this comes down, oh my gosh. I mean, they're setting this up for, it's it's going to be, it's going to be interesting what they're setting this up for, you know, and it's all going to, you know, the thing that I'm writing in my new report is I'm trying to set a timeline, you know, for all of these different crises, crises hitting simultaneously. And it's going to be, it's going to be a shit show because, you know, when this hits, it's going to start in the debt market. So your, your, you know, your debit card's not going to work anymore. You know, your electricity, you know, they'll let you hear all the news, get you riled up, but then there'll be power outages. And then there's not going to be any food. And then, prop, you know, just looking into the future, anticipating, hypothesizing, you know, they'll roll in the FEMA camps. You know, you know, here's your food. Here's your lab-grown, uh, your 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 Protein. cancer lab-grown. You know, mm-hmm. fake meat. And here's your cockroaches, your cockroach milk. Um, you know, now, by the way, you're not going to get your lab-grown meat unless you're injected. You know, here's the injection can over here. Take your injection. You know. Um, here's, here's your digital ID. Uh, now you, here's your new internet that you can log into with your digital ID, but you gotta be fully injected and it's time for everybody to say no, mm-hmm. just to say no. You know, it's time for people, listen, your money's not insured. Ladies and gentlemen, they say it's insured. It's a scam. Okay. Because derivatives take precedent they paid out first mm-hmm. there's not enough money to pay out derivatives and then pay out deposit to, to, to save depositors it's a scam warren buffett came out and said raise the insurance level and i tweeted out to to uh was it directly to warren buffett to, to one of his uh proteges it's why mm-hmm. why it's a scam i can't believe warren buffett's promoting a scam um, oh, I can't. And well, <laughs> I can't. Uh, uh, you know, just just kind of throwing that out there. Yeah, um, I know. But, you know, because the rest of the people want to believe that he's this American icon, and mm-hmm. you know, but but anyway, you know, people, it's not too late. You might have a couple weeks left. You you might have till next year. Who knows? But it's time to get your money out of dollars anything that you got in there because you got a video in october of 22 with the fdic meeting and they're saying they're going over bail-ins okay mm-hmm. and you guys are going to lose y- y- your your dollars your, your your currency i hesitate to call it money mm-hmm. and so you need to get gold and silver uh dan uh promotes a company uh, Dan, you want to uh, kind of briefly go over uh, gold gold backs? Oh yeah, sure. Um, yeah, uh, we we uh, uh, talking about a number of different vehicles that are out there, and most I'm of them are on my website. Yeah, most of them are on my website. It's uh, danhappel.com. But uh, gold backs are UPMA, United Precious Metals Association. 
they have a depository in Alpine, Utah, and they also have a product called Goldbacks that uh, they're promoting all over the country. And actually, uh, there's a number of states that have adopted uh, a program that uh, recognizes Goldbacks and actually uh, merchants in those states that are using Goldbacks, uh, certainly Utah, Wyoming, uh, I believe that Arkansas, Missouri, uh, New Hampshire, there's a half a dozen states that are uh, using Goldbacks right now. We tried to do that in the state of Montana, and because of all of our wonderful rhinos in the state of Montana, uh, our our attempt to get Goldbacks recognized in the state of Montana, and going back to the idea that our uh, our foundation for our monetary system is supposed to be gold and silver, they tabled it. Uh, they didn't even allow a vote on the floor of the legislature. So, uh, boy, it's wonderful having all these damn rhinos in uh, in uh, place of uh, real people um, in, in these committees and in uh, uh, state legislature. Montana, you would think we had a conservative <laughs> legislature, but in fact, we've got a handful of the best people in the entire country. And then we still have our quotient of rhinos that end up voting with the Democrats just often enough to get a lot of good legislation killed. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to get into that too much, but uh, there are other uh, vehicles out there. We've talked about a product called Load. You you were on uh, with uh, a gentleman from Load, uh, L-O-D-E dot one. One, uh, not, not number one, but O-N-E, L-O-D-E dot O-N-E. Uh, that's another organization. Um, I work with another group called 7K Precious Metals. Uh, they do programs. Uh, they sell uh, silver and gold bullion. And uh, I'm telling you, people, you're going to be really, really sorry at some point that you've got a a bunch of uh, dollars in the bank. Uh, you're going to wish you had a lot more of something else besides that. But I'm I'm not going to tell you when the timing is going to be or what it's going to be. But like you, Kent, I will say it is coming. There's no question about it. It's uh, it's a matter of time. Well, you see, if you look at this commercial code in which Montana is one of the states in which it's front uh, in front of the state legislature. Mm -hmm. What it's doing is basically redefining money, as we discussed earlier, in which uh, somebody just tuned in. Uh, money means a medium of exchange that is currently authorized or adopted by a domestic or foreign government. Okay, so they're going to come in. What I would. Uh, and it's not done yet, but I'll tell you right now, they're going to make the BRICS, the new world reserve currency. It's going to be a central bank digital currency. That's why China and Russia has been buying up all the gold. But what this uh, legislation also does is it bans cryptocurrencies that are not authorized or integrated with ISO 20022 from being used as money within their payment system. Mm 
okay, their new financial system. So what people have to understand is, okay, so I've been trying to tell the, the cryptocurrency community what, so let's get, let's go to a high level here. Anybody out there, I want you to put your thinking cap on. So you've got Bitcoin or whatever cryptocurrency, but it is its value is derived from fiat currency. So let's say that you have one Bitcoin, which last time I looked was at $28,000. So dollar symbol, 28,000. Well, the dollar, hypothetically, when it does, it, it collapses. Okay. Now, what's that Bitcoin worth? Because there's no more dollars. What, what is? What are you going to pay the value of that Bitcoin to? Is it worth twenty eight thousand U.S. CBDC? Because the new definition of money is foreign currency. So, is that Bitcoin now worth twenty eight thousand? Uh, uh, bricks CBDC. U.S. CBDC, okay? It can't be used as money because the new law says it can't be. So what good is that Bitcoin now? Now, I'm a cryptocurrency guy. And so what I did is I reached out to Dan Happel. I reached out to Gia Griffin, uh, many other people, the, you know, uh, David Morgan, uh, and I can keep going on uh, with the people that have more knowledge than I do within this particular area. And I said, well, you know, we've got a digital asset. And, and so what I did in the process of doing is I have a digital asset in which you can buy food with. It's called the 1776 token. And we said we're going to allow the free market to establish its value. We're not going to be paid. To fiat. Uh, we're going to use this within a private membership association. We're not going to be in any exchanges. And we've got a, a cumulative throughout all of our platforms, over nine platforms now, over a million registered end users, which will be many, many, many millions as soon as there's food scarcity, which is coming. And, and so between local foods and freedom and our Christian platform and our other platforms, uh, we'll have millions of end users. And so, you know, who knows what type of value the free market will establish. But that's how things should be valued, is what the free market, and we're just calling it a, a, a an account of transaction, okay? And legally... You know, I'm no attorney or anything like that, but I don't believe if it's within a PMA and we're not, you know, we're not pegged or valued in fiat, that they can't say a thing to us. Mm -hmm. Whereas Bitcoin, you're not going to be able to use as much. Now, with that said, if our friend Chris was here, uh, which, by the way, he couldn't make it, um, but he's... uh He's one of the, the more uh, informed people on cryptocurrency. And I wish he was here because I would love to be able to, to ask him these questions right now. Sure, you're going to be able to make peer-to-peer -peer transactions. But what percentage of people have Bitcoin in their portfolio? Five? 
10, let's call it 10. That's a pretty healthy number for peer-to-peer transactions, okay? Is it enough? You know, that's to be determined, but it's not going to be able to be used. See, listen, when I came out with all of this six, seven years ago, and I started doing reports, and, you know, I was on SGT report. I was on Sarah Westall. I was I was on 100 different programs going, hey, they're creating new standards for the financial industry. And what guys like uh, Cliff High, Bix Weir, uh, uh, Jeff Berwick publicly came out and said, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about because Bitcoin doesn't have a central authority. And I said, I agree with you. I understand. But that's not what they did. Okay. What they've done is they've created new standards for the financial industry. Well, what does that mean? That means when you go to buy food or put gas in your car, you're using a new financial system in which you're making that transaction isn't recorded on their what used to be databases, which is now recorded on a blockchain and not a database, you're not going to be able to use Bitcoin. And thus, the new commercial code in which they've got in front of state legislation right now as we speak outlaws cryptocurrencies from being used as money because it's not within their new standardized financial system. Okay. Now there, you know, I do, I go out of my way to do everything lawful. I prefer the word lawful over legal. Um, But within their system, you have to do with everything within their legal guidelines or else you get your butt in trouble. Okay, and the last thing I want to do is be in trouble with the tyrannical satanic uh, entity that's you know that's been uh, hijacked. You know, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, so I've gone out of my way to do everything lawful, and uh, you know, people out there, we give you a hundred free seventeen seventy six tokens. So all you have to do is create an account at Freedom Social. And or you can email sales at freedom.social. And uh, but you have to download a wallet first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to go to freedom.social, download a wallet, no, and we'll send you a hundred free. Now, when we launch local foods and we get everything up and running, and once there's necessity, that's why we haven't launched it yet, is because there's still relatively uh decent food at the store. Well, I got to tell you, people, there's going to come a point yet this year where you're going to go to the store and you already saw where there was egg shortages or and there's going to be everything shortages. Okay, Mm -hmm. especially if the EPA comes back and they go, oh, you know what? The soil in Pennsylvania, Ohio, et cetera, is contaminated and you can't farm anymore because I think that's probably where they're going with this is land confiscation and to control our food supply. That's why Bill Gates is can, is now the largest agricultural landowner in America. And 
it's going to take total non-compliance, people growing their own food, uh, paying with gold, silver, bartering, 1776 token, uh, load, uh, gold backs, going to different alternative uh, payment methods, because I'm telling you now, I think, uh, you know, it's not done yet, but I could speculate that there's going to be some, there's going to be a social credit rating score, Dan. And I don't think you're going to qualify. I could be wrong, but I don't I think, think you're, you're right. Qualify. I don't think you will either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're going to qualify for a CBDC slave wallet if you're not injected. Right. Okay. If you're not taking your regular injections. Okay. So we're going to have to find alternative. We're going to have to create local economies, local marketplaces, Grow your own food. Now, listen to me, people. If you're in a position where you don't really have the resources to start a home garden, okay, join a community garden, okay? Mm-hmm. If you look at part one of my last report, I, I provide a, an entire list of community gardens. I provide instructions how to curate your own community garden. I have hundreds of food sources, co-ops, um, food clubs, you name it, within my last report. I'm trying to help you folks, but it seems that nobody takes action until your pantry's empty or, you know, there's the next crisis. So take action now. Listen to Dan Happel, okay? Get gold or silver now. Get your money out of the bank. It's not insured. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. All you have to do, I did the research for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Derivatives are paid out first. Derivatives are between one quadrant and two quadrant. If they're paid out first, they don't have enough money or currency, rather. Not even close. To pay deposits. Yeah. Not even close. A fraction. Mm-hmm. So, and do everything peaceful. Do everything peaceful. You know, self defense is another story, but, you know, the evil ones out there want people to do, you know, to, to rise up. And at some point, you know, total non-compliance, you know, you look, okay. Um, that, that I do a hundred percent endorse and anybody that doesn't like it can blankety blank. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, no, feel, you're right. I'm gonna the feel, only way if you read I'm coffee cup, ahead. Ten, 10 seconds. Okay. Uh, if you don't like what's going on, you have an option. That option is don't comply. It's just really, 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 really simple. Just do not comply. And, uh, you know, if, if you're a, a nonviolent type, uh, let's talk about somebody like Gandhi. Uh, there's all kinds of ways that you cannot comply without having to resort to violence. And if enough people do it, it's going to work. It's just that simple. Um, let, let's talk about, you, you've got solutions. You've been talking about solutions. I want people to understand just exactly what's going to happen as far as the control mechanisms if we go to a CBDC? 
So they'll be able to put expiration dates on it. Um, they will be able to limit what you buy. So let's say that they consider somebody obese. Well, you won't be able to buy chips or a candy bar or soda. You know, uh, they'll be able to put geographic spending limits on it. Uh, that the, thus the fifteen-minute cities. So, you know, if you're in a fifteen-minute zone, you cross the street or what have you, and your debit card doesn't work anymore, or we're not going to have debit cards, as I proved in part two of my last report, transhuman payments. You know, you walk into an Amazon Go, or uh, and you, the people are emitting a Bluetooth signal. They walk in, they walk out, and your your account, your CBDC account, is automatically debited. Uh, there'll there'll be automatic fine deduction. Uh, it doesn't matter government fines, child support. Uh, if the government says you own some uh, owe something, it's just automatically. It's total control. It, it's mm -hmm. it's uh, it's slavery. It's digital mm -hmm. slavery. So, well, and I um, think most people understand uh, Agenda Twenty One pretty well. But you you're talking about fifteen minutes cities. Basically, what you're talking about is that uh, they're going to create this stack and pack uh, mega cities that everyone lives where they work. There will be no private transportation. There will be no. Right. neighborhoods in residential areas will be living in a city that they design where you literally walk downstairs and that's where you're going to work and you walk back upstairs that's where you're going to sleep and they're talking in new york city they're talking spaces 180 square feet for an apartment uh you know it's going to keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller until they've got uh, humans in literally in cages. It's just pretty much that simple. Uh, am I? I wouldn't uh, even use the word. I'm sorry, Dan. I wouldn't even no. use the word human if they get their way. Okay. Transhuman. Transhuman. Uh, bio robots, cyborgs. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so. Um, but, uh, where's I can remember today? 20 gonna... years ago, I, and Ken, I can remember 20 years ago when we were talking about UN agenda 21, and I was talking about how they were going to do the stack and pack cities and all this stuff. Uh, and everybody thought I was completely nuts, uh, for saying such a thing. Well, guess what? Uh, uh, it's it's getting just as bad as we are saying. In fact, it's getting a whole lot worse because I didn't even fully understand. I didn't fully comprehend the transhumanist nature of the world, the way they were promoting it. And uh, uh, Michael Dabari asked, uh, what, what is the food exchange again? Uh, give them your website for your uh, for your program you're doing. Um, now, again, it hasn't been, it, it's live. Um, it hasn't been launched yet. And when we do launch it, we'll be partners with uh, 
food uh, 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 farmers market association this is plural uh, home food growers associations so when we launch there will be many 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 thousands of listings for food but the, the website itself is www.localfoods.market so there is no .com for anybody out there uh, the dot com is the dot market. So it's local foods, plural, local foods dot market. And um, again, well, and in, uh, in, uh, in setting that up, uh, Kent, you're also looking for other people to subscribe to that. So if Michael's got local people in the uh, New Orleans area that are interested in growing food and becoming part of that network, they need to get a hold of yeah. you, don't they? No, they just need to register. And uh, that's what I mean. You, you yeah. know, I've yeah. got, uh, yeah, well, this will be, then when we launch it here in the relatively very near future, um, you know, it's food scarcity. And then being weaponized and using it against us. Yes, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, indeed, I went to the Turning Point uh, Sunday meeting that they had here in Gonzales, Louisiana, and stressed the fact that uh, it's all local. We need to get together with our local like-minded people and form the communities yeah. we need to feed ourselves and to keep ourselves healthy. Uh, so I stress that uh, uh, greatly. So I'm glad to hear you're working on something also that would coordinate that kind of a network. Because uh, the only way we defeat this, I believe, is to go ahead and set up our own systems. Expecting a corrupt system to somehow correct itself or we can somehow correct <laughs> a corrupt system when our own methods of and means to correct that have been corrupted is folly. It's, mm -hmm. you know, we, you, we can't expect the corrupt judges to rule. It's hopium. Yeah. yeah. It's hopium. And anybody that's saying that, you know, the good guys are at the federal reserve and we're going to come out with this new, you know, uh, go back money. Anybody that's saying that, you know, hey, you know, you know, it, it's it's hopium, it's 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 misdirection. And, you know, you know, like I said, anybody out there that's not in a position to start your home garden, uh, start join a community garden, uh, start a community garden, you know, uh, the urban farmer, uh, I forget his name, he's up in Canada. He was living in an apartment and he wanted to start growing food. So he went to adjoining neighborhoods and he just knocked on the door and he said, Hey, I want to start a garden in your backyard and I'll share the food with you. And that's how he got started. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, one thing out there that people might be interested in is our 1776 no, uh token it it is a cryptocurrency but it's not in any exchanges it's not valued in fiat currency and we have something called master notes that pay you 
on a daily basis. You get rewards. You get paid every single day. And if somebody is interested in those, you can also, you can email sales at freedom.social. And I think it's important that we provide, you know, every community in the world with a master node to allow Mm -hmm. people to eat organic, healthy food. You know, I mentioned the word organic to my friends in uh, Europe. They're like, what do you mean? Well, it's because the chemicals that they put in processed food and the genetically modified food is been banned in Europe. So all of their food for the, for, from my knowledge, you know, is organic. Okay. So. A lot um, more than ours for sure. Um, uh, Pardon me. There's a, there's a group I ran across in my work on the streets uh, that is doing a great job. It's called Food Forest Abundance. And yes. they do sustainable gardening. Gardening, and yeah. what I like about them is they you know, they pretty much go from A to Z. You can go to their website at Food Forest Abundance, get a lot of free information. But if you're someone like myself that doesn't know how to grow weeds with instructions, they will have someone come out and plan your garden for you, plant it, and you just leave it alone, and it'll start growing food all over the place and uh, show you how to, even in, indoors, it doesn't make any difference. But a even a small yard can go ahead and create enough food to sustain you at a subsistence level. And if we had, if we just got 10% of the people in our communities to do this, we could feed the community. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. It's true. People, uh, we used to, when I was a kid, we never went a year without a garden. And my mother canned all this food. And we never, you know, yeah, we'd go to the grocery store. But actually, my mother used to raise turkeys and chickens. And she'd take eggs and turkeys and things to the Safeway store in Bozeman, Montana, and they would sell her stuff, and in return, they'd give her a credit uh, for store credit so that she could shop for things that we couldn't grow ourselves. And that's the kind of subsistence farming that everybody in this country used to live under. It was, it was very simple. It was very straightforward. You mentioned Europe, or indeed, they've gone through several periods of war mm-hmm. and uh so they don't have flower gardens over there. They have vegetable gardens because they know it can happen. Mm-hmm. Here, we're victims of comfort, you know, and of course we've been propagandized. And so, you know, people put flowers in their beds now. And and, and grass is the, probably the worst thing you can grow. I mean, it's hard mm-hmm. to keep. You have to fertilize it, put chemicals on it and everything else. People just started using their yards as uh, farms and growing food they could yeah. eat. Then not only could they yeah. eat better, of course, they wouldn't be spending so much money on the, on the overpriced food. And uh, again, you just by doing that, you create farmer markets because if you're growing cauliflower and 
Joe across the street is growing Brussels sprouts. You know, he can't eat all the Brussels sprouts. He's going to trade for the cauliflower. So again, what you brought up earlier, food becomes a currency. And that's how we subscribe. On on local foods, it's an agorist marketplace. So you can, you know, you can pay with gold, silver, you can barter. Uh, you can pay with uh, our seventeen seventy six token. Um, so, you know, uh, the biggest thing is to start preparing now. There's no time to wait. Um, people out there, you want to get uh, organic seeds. Um, on part one of my report, I did provide a couple different uh, uh, food sources, but you want to make sure that they're not the GMO seed, uh, you know, the right. you make sure that they're good organic. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, you don't want hybrid um, seed. You want non, non-hybrid non seeds, and they will actually grow their own seed then so that uh, you let a certain number of them uh, flower and go to, go to seed. Then you've got a, a source of permanent source of seeds for future gardens. That's what has been taken out of the 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 uh, hybrid seeds that are out there now, you they won't grow a source of their own seed. I ran into a uh, no. gentleman out there in the street when I do my work. I believe it was from Michigan. I could be wrong there, but it was one of those northern states. They were they were trying to pass a law where unless you owned 10 acres of land, you could not have farm animals or grow this vegetable or that. They were actually trying to pass a law mm-hmm. telling them less. In other words, if you had less than 10 acres, how many people have 10 acres of land for crying out loud? Right. Right. So how many people would that wipe out right there? And and I, I'm thinking, how does the government step in and tell you what you can grow or not, but what animals you can have on your property? What the, I mean, and people accept this? Yeah. So he was going to... Well, HOAs uh, and... Yeah, HOAs. And, and that's where it comes back to total noncompliance. Unity. You know, um, and everything they cannot stop all of us from growing our own food from having chickens you know why you know why is there a war on chickens well when you look at egg yolks they inhibit the spike proteins from the injection okay so you know there's uh when you start researching and uh so i don't know if you guys caught that that video I showed her that I during my show about the two ladies uh, becoming red pilled, yeah. but it is extraordinary in this short little video what it says about the uh, everything's poisoned. Everything is poisoned. Mm-hmm. The food we eat, the water we drink, the makeup the women put on themselves, uh, the uh, uh, the clothes we wear, every single yeah. thing, the, the, the utensils we cook in. If you look, if you look at the the, the pans, the, the the uh uh what's it called, Dan? Uh, 
that they like to promote that that's stick free teflon teflon main ingredient mm-hmm. fluoride yep okay so i've got a set of uh, fluoride free teflon free cookware mm-hmm. yeah this is when you look at what they've done as far as trying to dumb down humanity poison humanity it's so comprehensive and you know that's why i turned freedom social into a research platform is so that you've got 50 different categories to go down and look at the fluoride section and look hey there is a plethora of lawsuits proving that fluoride is in everything from our clothes to our cookware to our toothpaste it lowers IQ. It causes a, a plethora of different illnesses. And, you know, you know, all people need to do, shut off your TV. If you can't do without this, put this in a Faraday bag. Right. This is the gateway. This is mind control. This. Okay. Before we close up here, we got two minutes left. The number one thing you people out there need to do is get rid of this. If you can afford a de-Google version and it's a pain in the butt, all this goes away, except for we do have to get a new central bank because (laughs) this country. We've had this uh, Atlanta Freeland uh, was on talking about this, but our whole our whole environment is so polluted with uh, this nanotechnology and all the the uh, transhumanist agenda, the geoengineering. I mean, it would take us decades to clean this mess up if we made it a full-time job starting right now. Amen. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're looks like we're uh, bumping into the top of the hour, Michael. I I appreciate you st- uh, hanging in there, sticking around. Uh, can't uh, if you, if you haven't met Michael before, he's uh, known in the New Orleans area as Badass Uncle Sam, uh, and he was uh, when we were down in Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, Michael was supposed to join us for uh, part of our Red Pill Expo down there, but uh, at the time uh, he got into, uh, I, I don't know if you were part of the pandemic too, but uh, Ed Griffin and I also suffered from part of that. Uh, but in any case, uh, we, we missed having you there. We'll make sure that we get you at the next one. Well, I'd love to. Yeah, that was one of the greatest disappointments I had. I wanted to, I mean, Everett Griffin is one of my all-time heroes, of course. He's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't wah-ya to everybody, you know. I mean, I, the celebrities don't impress me, but Edward Griffin, the godfather of it all. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. That. He is for a fact. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee. 
Across the plains of Texas, oh, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston, and New York to L.A., where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand. 